You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to a special edition to chat about minor league assets here on the Bird Watching Gamecast. So, as always, I am Craig Borton, as some may call me, the minor league guru for the Toronto Blue Jays on certain websites and certain podcasts. So, the big thing I wanted to talk about is I think that the Blue Jays brass is kind of showing their hand a little bit how they're going to handle some of their top prospects. I'm cruising along on my way back from the Cleveland area, back to my home of Rochester, New York, and I figured I'd best spend my time with talking to baseball with all of you. So, recently, the Toronto Blue Jays have been bringing up the kids and skipping over certain veterans, which was the case last season. Uh, the veterans were the first ones to come up from Buffalo, Double A, wherever the heck you want to call or even fresh off the waiver wire as uh, Chris Coglins and whatnot of last season went. Yes, we got a really cool uh, Willie Mays Hayes slide out of Chris Coglin last season, but what did we really get out of all those waiver pickups, the Brett Wolverholzers, TJ Houses of the world that uh, the Blue Jays tried to showcase in the major leagues and hope to be able to put together something to you know, sneak into that 500-level conversation, possibly the second wildcard spot last season. Under this season, things look a little different. I, You know, they could have just kept going with the status quo as they did with the uh, certain acquisitions that they made over the offseason. And I'm referring to the Tyler Clifford's, the John Axford's that so far worked out. But then I'm also talking about the Danny Espinosa's and some of the other uh, talent that they have brought in over the offseason to fill in the holes and strengthen the depth in the system, period. So the question is, is in the midst of all these injuries that we've been having, the nagging ones, the unproductiveness of the Devin Travis situation, you would expect them to be bringing up players like Danny Espinosa that have major league ready talent but are kind of on that, you know, the back nine of their baseball careers, which has been what the Toronto Blue Jays have been doing previously. This season feels different, and I think that's because the Blue Jays minor system is bearing the fruit that uh, Atkins and Shapiro have been preaching for the last few years. You know, we are now one of the top five minor league systems in all of baseball, and with that being said, the Toronto Blue Jays now have levels at the, are out some of that talent at the top of the system. This is completely represented in Buffalo with the outfield log jam with the Anthony Alfords, White Smith Jr., the endless list of talent in the outfield that has been going up and down so far. In the last week, we have already seen Dwight Smith 
Jr. Anthony Alford is still with the team pending some weird transaction before tonight's game. And I haven't seen anything like that yet so far. So, then we have the, okay, well, Devin Travis needs to go down to the Meyer Leagues and get some reps in in a low-stress situation to hopefully discover his stick. In the midst of that, they bring up Lourdes Gurriel Jr., a Cuban draft pick, or um, international signee, after he defected last season. And uh, before, prior to last season, I take that back. So, not a lot to go on with Boris Gurriel Jr. in the Meyer Leagues for the Blue Jays. He was really raw last season when he came in with a spring training. But according to the, the Gurriel brothers, Yaliski for the Astros in particular, they are stating that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is probably the best of the Gurriel clan as far as this generation of ball players is concerned, which is very impressive to say when uh, his uh, brother Yaliski played really, really well with the reigning champion Houston Astros. So, what else could this be going on, and how are, are the Blue Jays handling their new talent? So, as I was saying, Morris Gurriel Jr., um, that transaction has been working out in spades for the Toronto Blue Jays, in my opinion. Yes, his batting average may not be the most of solid, but I'm looking at not so much how he's been, what his batting average and his successes have been, but his, the package that is Loris Gurriel Jr. in general. So, looking at Gurriel, he has so far played insane defense, has a rifle for an arm, and has been able to field both second and short uh, very efficiently, I might add. So, what has he done at the plate? Okay, well, besides the, uh, you know, two run, or two RBIs in his debut with the two singles, uh, the swinging butt single to drive in a run for one of the games, and a couple home runs, I'm saying he's piecing this together one way or the other. I love how hard he hits the ball and he drives the gaps and he has enough legs to be able to uh, be very dangerous for the Toronto Blue Jays in this lineup. So, the question is, is where do you put him? You know, Lesmus Diaz has been possibly day-to-day -day for the time being because of the uh, collision the other night with Chris Archer, so I think he's going to be playing shortstop probably for the next few games just to allow Diaz to possibly, you know, get back to normal. So, obviously we need to have somebody playing second base, and um, I have not seen tonight's lineup yet, but I would imagine that if he has not played short and Diaz plays because of the day off, maybe he's feeling better. Um, then Guriel is definitely going to be at second base, and the Cuban, the Cuban Keystone is going to be all in good form, which has been proving very successful for the Toronto Blue Jays thus far. So, Guriel Jr. is going to have all the opportunities in the world, it looks like, to you know maintain that extra infield spot on the bench. So that is a major upgrade over the Ryan Goins, Darwin Barney uh, situation from the last few years, and... I would say it's definitely at least a higher ceiling, if not already on par with what Danny Aspinosa could have given you in the Toronto Blue Jays uniform. So, with all of that being said, you got Curry Al Jr. promoted over Danny Espinosa as my first example of fun here. Next, it's okay, what do you do now that Vlad Guerrero Jr. has already won his second Player of the Week award, and we are barely into the month of May? kid is insane. Watching him hit and all the videos and everything like that, I have been dying to go see him, and I never thought in a million years he was ever going to get promoted before I get to see him in Binghamton in a couple in the month of June, but apparently I might be wrong. <laughs> uh, Jason Waddell of uh, the 
Florida State League coverage, uh, one of our friends of the Jays Journal podcast, uh, went out with a sweeping declaration that June 15th is going to be the day that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to be in the majors. And I have trouble challenging Jason on this one. I don't know what to say, and I really think that he possibly could make that. I, my biggest thing with the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is I'm always the preacher of let the kids develop and make sure that they're doing that in a low-stress situation in the minor leagues. Build the championships. This team that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was on last season with the Dunedin Blue Jays won a championship. They know how to win in the minor leagues. It will translate into wins in the major leagues, people. So, but that being said about Vlad Jr. and his counterpart, Bo Bichette, the other fellow top prospect of the Toronto Blue Jays system, Bo Bichette is having a decent season with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, but it is not an insane level of, of offense like uh, Guerrero has been, which is pretty much the flip of what happened at the beginning of last season when they were both playing with the Lansing Lugnuts. Bo Bichette was the one that set the league on fire for the Lansing Lugnuts, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. just kind of kept doing his thing. Now, in a slight reversal, because I don't want to say Bo Bichette's doing terrible or anything, and it's definitely not the case. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays' bloodline of Bichette, Guerrero, and Biggio have been basically powering this high-octane offense of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. If you have not gotten the chance to see them and you are able to go see them or catch them on MILB-TV, you have to watch this team. Sean Reed Foley struck out eight batters last night. There's a lot of good things going on with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, which is basically the showcase of the Toronto Blue Jays' top prospects at the moment. There is nothing other than talent going out throughout the system. Vladimir, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the epitome of what the Toronto Blue Jays are trying to do. They're trying to build major league-ready talent in the minor league system. So, the biggest question is, is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. ready? We've already seen with other teams, Ronald Lacuna Jr. and his, and his pitching teammate, uh, Mike Soroka, has been phenomenal for the uh, the. Atlanta Braves skipped right from the double-A level and right into the majors and have been so far lighting the league on fire. The question is, are they going to continue like that? And I'm in the firm belief right now that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has not hit a roadblock in his whole minor league development. Will he hit that if he goes to the major leagues and you discourage the talent? I think the pedigree that he is, I think he will be okay. We're talking about a guy that's been playing good baseball, competitive baseball since he was probably like 14 or 15. So I'm not worried about breaking his him emotionally as far as some player maybe that was just, uh, you know, drafted right out of high school. I don't think that the, uh, the Dominican leagues are just are in any kind of ballpark as regular every day U.S. or Canadian high school level baseball. There is a very, very deep committed uh, <laughs> uh, to those levels in that league, I think. And you see it with a lot of players over the years, too. Blue Jays have had plenty of greats that have come out of the Dominican Republic leagues and jumped right into the thick and into the fold for the Toronto Blue Jays. I don't need to name those players. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. So, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., as much as I don't want to say it, I think you have to give him a chance just to see if it's a make-or-break moment. I would, my whole philosophy with minor league baseball is, especially as far as youth development is concerned, I like to see the guys stumble a little bit and have to work over something. I don't 
I really don't think you're going to be able to throw that at Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at this level. And even in AAA, I don't think he's going to do anything. The Eastern League and at AA, where he's playing with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, I think is on par with the International League at some points. The pitching level is pretty insane with the youth that is in that league always. So I think that it will be a... Not the smoothest of transitions for Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but I think his bat is ready. My biggest fear is that he's going to get up there and he's going to have to focus so much on his defensive side of the ball that he's not going to be free and loose to be able to uh, just crank it at the plate. That being said, the Blue Jays could make a few moves to possibly, you know, smooth this whole thing out. If the Blue Jays do feel that Vlad's uh, bat is ready, they have to clear the DH spot and possibly give a mentoring uh, situation to Josh Donaldson where the two of them can kind of platoon at third base or at least give Vlad a few games a week at third base, just enough to give him that major league experience but not throwing him in the deep end of the pool. Lyman Guerrero Jr.'s offense, our defense has been very respectable so far at third base throughout his minor league career. It is definitely no, nothing flashy and phenomenal I'd say it's definitely a step above average, but that being said, like it's definitely not a gold glove level or, or even Josh Donaldson level, who is definitely just in that next tier of just under gold glove level when he's 100% healthy. And I think we finally have that back with Donaldson. But if the Blue Jays are concerned with any of these possible issues with injuries and whatnot with, with Donaldson, you have a viable option, I think, here with bringing up Guerrero and letting them run with him. What I, I feel the worst that can happen is that he gets to the show and he's going to bat 250. Right now, he could be the, as far as his upside is concerned, I think that could be the best acquisition you can have in a playoff hunt for the Toronto Blue Jays this off, or this season. You're not going to go out and trade for a player, especially with the talent that we have at the high end of the Blue Jays minor league system. You're not going to go out and trade another guy that had for somebody that's a rental to push this season. You're going to go out and trade for somebody that would be a long-term commitment to this team. With that being said, I don't think there's anybody you can bring in that would equal what the potential of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Anthony Alford, and the list goes on will uh, get you back in the return because I think you're going to have to give up one of those guys to possibly bring in any of that talent. So... Yes, Sean Reed Foley would be maybe one of those exceptions if you could somehow part with him and then sell high with him in his 5-0 start to his season with his 1.96 ERA. I think you might be able to get something. But in my opinion, I think Sean Reed Foley is going to be a solid pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. I don't want to see him go, especially after all the stuff like I've been hearing about how good Connor Green has been doing in the minor league system for the St. Louis Cardinals after the Elizabeth Diaz or Randall Grychuk. I can't remember which trade he was included in, but either way, he's been doing very well so far. And it looks like he's finally figured that last little bit out that he was unable to figure out in a Toronto Blue Jays minor league system uniform. So, I think you give Vlad one more month to just see if he finally cools off or he just continues to rake at the plate for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. If he does, he is going to force the hand of the Toronto Blue Jays brass. If that happens, do not be surprised if all of a sudden the Blue Jays have a clear room for him on the Major League roster. And I'm sorry to say, Kendris Morales, I'm looking at you at the moment. So, 
Let me know what you all think. Am I completely out of my gourd? What is going on with all of you? <laughs> so, once again, this has been Craig Borden for the Bird Watching Gamecast, talking about Blue Jays Meyer Leagues and if they tip their hand on how they're going to handle their youth or not. So, what could happen? I really think that this is where all of the youth movement is going. They've already shown that Teoscar Hernandez is going to stick. Anthony Alford does not seem to be too far behind. So where else do they go? Well, do we dip down into Vladimir Guerrero or do we just let them ride the course? I think this team has the core and the youth on the line here that this team can be just as good as the, Blue, or the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox in the division, and I still think one way or the other, you add those guys to this team, this is for sure a wild card team. So, let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at BirdWatchingGC. Bird also, I am Craigers1221. Craig Borden coming at you. So, anyways, let me know. Keep me posted. Argue with me. I don't care. Go Blue Jays. Marcus Stroman is on the bump. We've got the Stroh Show on primetime at the Rogers Center this evening against James Paxton and the Seattle Mariners. I hope you all enjoy the game. Enjoy these nonsense things I keep doing. I'm glad. Hit us up on southofthesix.com as well. Peace out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.